Welcome to Staying in the Black, a show about teachers and money. I'm Miss Black, a New York City educator, single mom, and personal finance translator. Join me as I build my runway to retirement. Each week, we'll share actionable steps, resources, and inspiration that educators can use to maximize their benefits and improve their personal finances. Staying in the Black means having more assets than liabilities and being able to pay off your debt without any problems. Stop living paycheck to paycheck and build a joyful life. Thank you for joining me. Hello and welcome to another episode of Staying in the Black. I'm Ms. Black, your host. And today's episode is about monitoring your financial accounts. And I alluded in last week's episode that I was checking my Capital One account, my Capital One 360 account, because it was my high yield saving account. And when I checked the interest on it, it said 0.3%. And so I didn't know exactly what was going on. And before I bashed Capital one three sixty, and this is not even a bashing of them. I wanted to do some research and figure some things out. The reason that I'm titling this monitoring your financial accounts is because oftentimes when people think about monitoring their financial accounts, they're thinking about like, is my money adding up? Are my, you know, withdrawals and debits and credits and deposits being, you know, recorded correctly? And that's important, right? You need to make sure that your money is where it's supposed to be and that it's doing what you think it's supposed to be doing. In the case of a high yield savings account, I thought kind of fix it and for, you know, fix it and forget it, right? You put it in order or set it and forget it. You put it in order and it should work the way that it has always worked. So I had... My first, I was an early adopter of high yield savings accounts, and I set up this account with ING. If any of you remember, it was like this orange, golden orange tiger, um, lion, and they had these little cafes. And so I loved my ING account. It was the first, one of the very first high yield accounts way back uh, in the day. You didn't have a brick and mortar bank. Everything was done online uh, at the beginning, you know, of the internet. And I was willing to try it and trust it because I was getting a high interest rate. And at that time, the interest rate might've been like 2% or something like that, but it was higher than a regular savings account. So I set up that ING account, which was great. And then Capital One purchased or merged with ING. And so that account switched into a Capital One 360 account. Now, I assumed, and you know what they say when you assume, you make, an, you, you, know, you make a fool of yourself and the person, or in this case, myself and the bank, that my, when Capital One took it over and made it a 360 account, that it was still a high yield savings account. And I'm going to be totally honest, when I checked those accounts, I remember my interest rate stayed about the same. But in the idea of like consolidating and cleaning up my accounts, I really wanted to check on this account. And 
last week or two weeks ago was just startled when I asked the chatbot what my interest rate was and it's at 0.3%. And I did this like on the Thursday or a Friday and I didn't have the time to call Capital One to confirm. So what do I do? Today, I pick up the phone and I call Capital One 360 and I'm like, hey, I checked on the interest rate on my account and it says that it is only 0.3%. And they're like, yes, because you have a savings account. I said, yes, but you know, I signed up for a high yield savings account. And they said, well, when we switch you over, we put you to the product that most closely related. I said, yes, but it was a variable rate. And she was like, oh no, it's still a variable rate. We just don't give as much interest on this account as we do in our preferred account. So if you would like us to switch you over to our preferred account, we'll be more happy to do that for you. To which case I said, no. And the reason being was because What I can recognize is I don't always monitor these accounts, right? I, as I said, I'm set it and forget it. I transferred that money. You know, I continually put that money. It's set on automatic savings. So the money always goes into the account. The balances have never been, you know, wrong. Um, So on that end, their accounting, everything I've been fine with. The ease and use of the account, I've also been fine with. But I never really, I would just always check to see like that I'm earning the interest, not necessarily thinking about the rate itself because I'm in a high yield savings account. And so I should be at the highest that, you know, interest rate possible. And that is not the truth. And it hasn't been for some time. What they couldn't tell me, well, what they seemed to indicate was like, Probably a year or two after I opened this, I they took over, they just put me in this account that didn't earn a lot of interest. And I did not notice. And I just made it really clear to them because I was talking to the customer service rep who really has no uh, control over it. And she even transferred me to a manager who just gave me the company line of, well, you have this account and we have a different product. So... Finally, you know, and I explained to her that I was frustrated, that I felt deceived, um, and I would love for her to give me the information when they notified me of these changes. And she said, no, we didn't notify you of these changes. You know, we just created a different product. And so your product is over here and this product is over here. To which case, like I wanted to scream So I let her know like, hey, I do this podcast and I'm just want to ask you these questions because I want to be sure that when I tell my listeners about this, I'm not being, you know, angry or bitter about this, but I'm also wanting to get information so that I, one, don't fall into this situation again where I am, you know, thinking that I'm fine or that my interest rate is what it should be. be. And so this is like thinking and monitoring beyond are the deposits and withdrawals correct, right? That in the case of your high yield savings account, are you earning the highest interest possible, right? Is that interest rate what you were promised? And when I went on the account, 
you know, I could see when I looked at the statement what the interest rate is, but you have to go to your statements to see that. And because my statements are digital, so it's not like they come in the mail. So now I said, well, you know, how do you notify the people? Oh, no, we just give you the product that we think, you know, is most aligned to the product that you had. I said, but I had a high yield savings account then. Yes, but then we decided to, you know, we offer a different product. But you didn't notify me. What is the designation of high yield saving? Like, what does it mean? And she's like, well, no, at the time you may have been there. But then when we created new products, then we, you know, decided to do this. So all of this is like duplicity. And I was very clear with her about it. And she was like, you know, because we can switch you into the preferred account now. But I don't trust them. Right. And I don't really trust most banks. Truth be told, but it is our system is how we use it. And you, in my case, I feel like you need to have an emergency account and you need to have your funds liquid um, somewhere. And so what's the account that you're going to put it in? And the reason that I, you know, didn't title this like how your savings, you know, accounts are, you know, a fraud or that Capital One. 360 is a fraud because I recognize that there are that I have responsibilities in monitoring my financial accounts and I need to pay attention and I need to monitor them on a regular basis to be assured that I am getting what I'm supposed to be getting and checking the interest rate really you know, I look at what the interest rates are on the news, like, but checking it every month on my statement to make sure that I'm getting what I'm promised wasn't high on my list or even on my radar, to be totally honest. And so I know some of you are in your journey of setting up an emergency account. You've been hearing about high yield savings accounts. You've been, you know, looking into them because I never really tag the bank that you should look at. I always say, go to bankrate.com and or just Google best high yield savings account put in. And when you're looking at whatever chart they give, you want the kind the account that has the lowest required balance, which is usually zero and the highest interest possible. So we sign up and it's it can be a bait and switch. So you sign up and you but then the bank decides to create another product and put what you signed up for in a lower performing product. So it's really important that you always monitor in the case of a high yield savings account, what the rate that you're getting. And if you notice that it is dipping. And so that's the other tricky part with this. It's in a variable account. So as the Fed raises or lowers interest rate, so raises, you know, lowers, increases or decreases your interest rate, but you need to understand what it is. And so if you notice a dramatic, dramatic, you know, increase um, in your rate, you want to make sure that you check it out. Does it make sense? Does it meet your needs or should you be looking for another account? And that's the part that's really annoying. So I was very transparent with this customer service supervisor rep. And I explained like, you know, cause she kept, you know, we can switch you over. We can switch you over. And I was like, I don't think that I want to switch over. I think I want to leave this bank because now I don't 
trust you. And I also asked her, like, what stops the bank? And she's like, there really isn't anything, which then totally tripled down on the need to monitor this. And so because I'm an automated person, I like automated my finances, this then means it's not as simple to adjust this account. So what am I looking at? The steps that I will take. One, I've already identified an account. I think I shared it in last week's episode. Vanguard has a high yield savings account. And instead of adding to my accounts, it was just easier to open an account with a bank that I already had. So that account is already open. And so I will transfer the funds from my Capital One 360 account to my new Vanguard account with the high yield. But then I have to go back into my main checking account. I have to stop the automatic withdrawals or the automatic transfers that, you know, because of the way we get paid, I transfer um, on my second paycheck, I transfer a set amount from that account into my high yield savings account. So now I have to set that up with the Vanguard account, stop it with the Capital One 360 account, transfer the money that's currently in the Capital One 360 account, <laughs> Capital One 360 account into the Vanguard account. I will probably wait, you know, two or three weeks to make sure that um, well, actually not two or three, it'll probably be a month. And the reason is because I only transfer into it once a month. So I'll just make sure that those transfers aren't being made anymore. And once those transfers stop being made, and I can clearly say that, see that the transfers are being made into the account, the Vanguard account, which is where I want the money to go to going forward, I will then close the Capital One 360 account. I will call them. I will ask them to close it. Um, and I will be done with them. And I think that I've probably been with them for over 15 years. Like if you count the IH, the ING account, um, you know, it's probably going on 20 um, account. But I need to maximize the interest that I earn on my emergency fund because as we've spoken before, when you have this money leak liquid and just sitting in an account, and it's not just sitting in an account, you need the money to sit in the account, you're losing, it's losing value to inflation. And we've had high inflation over the, you know, during the past three years. However, if there is an emergency, that is my first insurance. That's a buffer account that I can go into. And this is, you know, go into to, you know, address them without you know, going to credit cards or borrowing money from somewhere or anything, I have this emergency account, which is important to me to have it. Although I'm giving this example around my high yield savings account, and I'm giving this example because this is my experience with Capital One 360, this can happen at any financial institution. And it doesn't matter whether it's your... Um, your standard savings or checking account, or if you have a uh, investment account, all those things, you need to make sure that what you think is supposed to happen in that account 
is happening. For example, I um, was working with another client. She had invested all of her money, but she said, there's this, you know, $85,000 in this account that is not moving. (laughs) And I was like, it's not moving. Like, is it invested? And when she went in and looked at the account, she discovered it was just sitting there in cash. She had never actually invested it. That happens a lot when people have outside investment accounts. It sometimes happens in your retirement account, um, depending on it. It can't happen for New York City uh, public school uh, educators because when we enroll in our 403B or our 457, we have to choose our investments at that time. So we don't get, you know, luckily for us, we don't have the opportunity to just start collecting that money um, in cash and not have it invested. But if your accounts or your retirement accounts are not set up that way, make sure you invest that money. And so as soon as we discovered that my client had not invested it, she invested it and it, it grew leaps and bounds. And she was like, I can't believe this money has been sitting here all this time and it is not invested. And people have seen that happen over and over again in their 401 accounts because their accounts don't require that they choose a fund when they're invested. So don't think of it as "Ah, she does a podcast. How could she not do it? I'm not perfect. I learned different things. And I think that was part of my confusion and my frustration was I was never notified, but truth be told, it's my responsibility to look and to monitor those things. So it is your responsibility to look and monitor those accounts. And if, you know, when it comes to your investment accounts for the long-term duty, I'm not saying switch things around. And if that's going to cause you that type of anxiety, you want to be mindful of it. But when it comes to the interest rate that you're supposed to be getting, um, Whatever it is, you should monitor them. Um, On your investment accounts, they'll tell you how much they gained over time. So that's why I switched, you know, when I was younger and just investing in my 401k uh, or my 403b, I would just put it in and then check it once a year to see how much it it grew or it, it dropped. But in the case of something like my high yield savings account, I have to, I, what I realized with this lesson learned is to check it regularly. Um, I think with this one, I'll probably check it monthly initially. And then as I get more comfortable, I'll probably check it quarterly, um, which gives me enough time that if I'm not earning in the account what I was initially promised or what you know the interest rates are right then, I can always switch it to someone else. And that's what financial institutions bank on you, pardon the pun, they bank on you not checking. The insurance industry is probably most notable for this. You know, it's so hard to check and and look at it for, um, you know, every year to go and get your three bids and all that stuff. And so you just stay with the same insurance company and then you realize they're not giving you the lowest rate. So again, when you're looking at this, it's not just about your savings account, not just about your investing account or your insurance. You need to check on these things regularly and be clear. And if there's something that doesn't sit well, call them, go into a branch if they have one and have someone sit down and explain to you exactly what happened. Having that conversation 
with those two customer service reps today was just really clear. Like I'm asking like, and I kept saying to them, you're not answering my question or you're not addressing what I need to be done because I want to know when I was notified. Um, and I wasn't. So what is the highest leverage action step that you can take is to gather all your financial statements uh, and look, are the products doing what you signed up for them to do? So if it's a high yield savings account, are you getting the interest rate that you were promised or has your bank come up with a new product and you need to contact them and be in the, the product that's going to give it? Uh, insurance, are you getting the best rate on your insurance possible? That causes a little bit more work, but hey, make those you know phone calls to make sure that you are getting um, the best rates that you can can get in your investment accounts. It, are your is your money invested? <laughs> so, or is it just sitting in a money market? So, those are some of the things that you can look for, go through. You know, I'm a planner, so really sit down and like set up a schedule. Again, you don't have to do it monthly. You may decide to do it quarterly or semi-annually, but you really want to look at it because for me, the interest I'm getting is 0.3 and currently Capital One, the same bank that I am with, is offering a high yield savings account that offers 4.35. So I could have been earning a whole 4.05% more in interest had I been paying attention. So over a year, that's a lot of money compounding, especially for the amount that I have in that emergency savings accounts. It would, in just a year, it would have equals up to um, thousands in interest. Um, so think about it. I hope this is helpful. I hope I came across really clear cause I was really frustrated, but I wanted to get this episode out to you all, uh, while it was on my mind and top of mind so that you can learn from my mistake. So again, thank you for listening and I look forward to, and remember, Stay in the black. Thank you for joining us this week at Staying in the Black. Subscribe to make sure you never miss a show and visit our website at stayingintheblk.com. You can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Staying in the BLK. If you like the show, please tell a friend and leave a review in iTunes so that we can continue to bring you amazing episodes. Thank you for listening. See you next week when...